Be prepared for offensive language throughout adult and sexual themes. Queer as Pop, episode 10. Welcome. I hope you had a great week and a great weekend. Also, a great month. We are finally in May. This month is my birthday. I'm starting to feel kind of all you guys. But yeah, time is flying really fast, don't you think? A special shout out to all the new listeners. Don't forget to subscribe. Like every week, I'm gonna do a quick rundown on the hot topics of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for... Former actor and comedian Bill Cosby has been found guilty of three charges against him on the sexual assault trial in which it was confirmed that yes, he did rape Andrea Constant in 2004. He was released on bail and will have a final conviction in the next months to come. He faces 10 years in prison for each charge, meaning he could go up to 30 years in prison. This is a victory for Andrea Constant, a victory for the more than 50 women who have come forward against Bill Cosby, and a victory for the Me Too movement. Finally, we could stop saying allegedly when we talk about him being a rapist, because yes, Dr. Huxtable is officially an 80-year-old rapist. I know we should have compassion for the elderly, but damn, if he really goes to jail 30 years, that won't be a hard pill to swallow. Oh, at all. The winner of Aerobition 2014, Conchita Wurst, aka the drag queen that sings the house down, has announced he is HIV positive. Thomas Newworth, his real name, released a statement saying he has been forced to disclose his HIV status after an ex-boyfriend tried to blackmail him about it, meaning that the ex tried to get money off him to not sell the story to the media. What kind of horrible person would do that? Oh my god. That's why we should not disclose that kind of information to anyone. We cannot trust 100%. People are always looking for ways to fuck you up when you are succeeding, you guys. He revealed that he has been receiving treatment for several years and he is doing fine. I'm sending lots of strength to Conchita and a reminder to all of us. Let's get tested every six months it doesn't take that much of your day and there are even free tests available especially during hiv awareness week check your local associations and get tested please kanye west has lost it people he has lost it this past week 
He has been posting tweets about how he supports Donald Trump, how he doesn't see anything wrong with a black man like him supporting Trump, and even he took a selfie wearing the Make America Great Again hat. Even Chance the Rapper took the chance, no pun intended, on getting into this mess saying that yeah, not all black people have to be democrat. I really don't want to take that much time trying to explain this, but as much as I agree that yes, not all black people have to be democrat, Kanye's stance is so confusing. First, because he is the one who said that Bush doesn't care about black people when Hurricane Katrina happened. And second, because when I think of Republican slash conservative, the last people I think of are the Kardashian Jenner West. Your wife is a hoe with a sex tape. Your mother-in-law is a pimp. Y'all family is having children out of wedlock with rappers and ballers. They're all bottom. And your father-in-law is a woman. What the fuck? How can you side with conservatives? Money people. Money. That's the root of all evil. With the new tax cut, he is gonna have a fine life with his GCs. And with this scandal, what a coincidence. He is gonna release an album soon. So there you go. It's all about the money. Fuck morals and values. Fuck human rights. Fuck the Katrina survivors. Fuck Obama and his legacy. Fuck my drag, right? There's a meme going around and it's true. Kanye West doesn't care about black people. <laughs> Talking about reality stars, Kim Solsiak from The Real Housewives of Atlanta is having a really rocky time, you guys. From being accused of racism, pimping her daughter, <laughs> climbing her way with the help of sugar daddies. It's a lot, people. It's a lot of shit going on for Kim Solsiak. But the real gag is this. Back in the, the day, Kim Solsiak tried to launch a music career, as every housewife does. So with the help of Candy Burris, she released the amazing song Tardy for the Party, which had a remix EP by DJ Tracy Jung, which whom at the time she was having a relationship with. Now it has come to light that Kim Solsiak used DJ Tracy to get the remixes out. Wig squeezing her brain. She went for it. Tracy Young said in an interview with Page Six. Kim and I, we were we were in a relationship for about eight months. She pursued me to remix the Tidy for the Party record. I just find Kim just nasty. I used to joke with her actually about it. Had I watched the show, I never would have been involved with you. Whether she meant it or not, I had. She said she wanted to marry me. She said she never felt like this before. She said she wanted. I mean, she asked me to have 
the baby with her when Corey didn't want to have the baby. I mean, girl, she didn't want to marry you or for you to be the second mother to her child. She really used you for bits. I like, I personally love Kim Solsiak, but this is not a good look. May this be a cautionary tale that we should not mix business with pleasure. There's always a heart broken. McMill is out of prison. Who cares? Comedian Michelle Wolf killed it at the White House Correspondents Dinner. Please do yourself a favor and check it out on YouTube. It's the biggest roast so far in that event. It is kind of crazy that the Trump campaign was in contact with Russia when the Hillary campaign wasn't even in contact with Michigan. <laughs> here if you haven't noticed he's not here and I know I know I would drag him here myself but it turns out the president of the United States is the one pussy you're not allowed to grab <laughs> Trump is racist though he loves white nationalists which is a weird term for a Nazi calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend or Harvey Weinstein a ladies man Because just when you think Trump is awful, you remember Mike Pence. Mike Pence is what happens when Anderson Cooper isn't gay. Ava is back. Gather around dancing queens because in December we're gonna have new music from the Swedish group. After 35 years without releasing shit, They are finally going to release at least two bops. One of them being, I still have faith in you. They won't reunite because I'm pretty sure they can fucking stand each other. But they will do it the new way. Holograms. Oh wow. I'm so happy for this. Even though I'm not as old as dirt, I grew up listening to their music all my childhood. I just hope the real hardcore fans get to live until the end of the year. Otherwise, after 35 years of waiting, what a fucking horrible way to die. And on some drag race tea. <laughs> this week we saw the Queen's public relations skills by them doing a drag con inspired panel in front of a live audience. Let's just say it was a little bit too boring and obviously Eureka won because plot twist is something she has already done. After that we had a runway where the main accessory were hats. <laughs> by the way, I fucking clocked it when Asia O'Hara went on that runway looking like a dandelion hat. But that shit was not a hat. It was a lighting accessory you hang on your ceiling from IKEA. Girl, we all have seen that beautiful piece of interior design. Gays are watching. If you see something, say something. Don't you know? Sadly, we had to see Blair Sinclair go after she revealed that her first sexual experience was rape at a college party. 
Rape culture is real, people. If you know someone who is in college, talk to them and make them understand that we should take care of each other, especially ourselves. Such a moving episode all the way around. We also had video messages from home in Untucked. Lots of emotional shit. Gladly, next episode looks like it's gonna be a crazy one because finally it's time for Snatch Game. Bianca del Rio apparently is going to coach them. Oh my god, can't wait for Bianca to reap them for filth. You can watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday on BH1. On this week's topic, I really wanted to talk about can we separate the art from the artist? And this is a question I've been thinking about since an interview came out of Shania Twain saying that if she could have voted in the last American elections, she would have voted for Trump. Being a fan of Shania Twain and that interview coming out days after she was on Drag Race is disappointing being that she is known for being a gay icon. The gays are the ones who support you when you are in Vegas. The gays are the ones who support you time and time again you decide to make a comeback when you release that fucking album up that had three versions of that fucking album one pop one country and one bollywood the gays bought the three versions of the same fucking songs the gays are always supporting you when you release a single when you when you had your breakup, when you had your show on, on the Oprah network, the gays were always there. So for someone like her with this fan base to say that she would have voted for someone who doesn't want transsexuals in the military, that's fucked up. It is disappointing, but I really had to stop and think. Why am I looking this in the wrong way? First of all, she couldn't vote. Second of all, it's her choice. She She's not gay. She supports. However, she must have issues. Personal issues. Political issues that she cares more. The, the issue, the transgender issue. Maybe she has something that really... It's important for her and that's why she said it you know like well I don't care about I don't support him in certain things but I do support him in other things and that's the thing with Kanye West a part of me wants to believe it's all a gimmick I want to believe it's all a gimmick not because I like him but because how he is disappointed his own people his own culture his whole legacy I want to think that it's all a gimmick. Does he have the right to be a Republican or to be a conservative? Yes, he has the right. Maybe maybe he thought of things different before fame, before money, before 
all of this bullshit that happens when you get famous, and now that you are in another part of your life, you start, you know, looking at shit like, damn, it's not as, it's not how it seems on the outside. But of course, there's always going to be people supporting Kanye. There's always going to be people supporting Shania, and it's and it's, and it's something temporary. It's something that people get over it. People got over the fact of Woody Allen. People got over the fact, and people still support him. People go and watch his movies. People still supported Madonna after she said the N word. People to this day don't believe any accusation of the whole Michael Jackson thing. People still believe OJ is innocent. How can we separate all of this? How can we separate Shania from her political abuse? Why can she not say? I know it's a PR move to say to apologize because she later apologized because she really messed up. But why can she be like, you know what, I support you guys, but this is what I feel, this is what I think. Azalea Banks is another one that makes this kind of statements and goes on rants and attacks people. And in all of her crazy bullshit that she sometimes posts and... All the rants and the behavior that she this that she displays, she sometimes it takes a while, but she gets to the point, and that's when I'm like, oh, that's what she meant. Like when she said the the why she why she uses the f a g word. So for me, like faggot, the word came to me from my mother. And it was never a thing of like a guy being gay. You know what I mean? It was always just a man who hates women. You could be gay or straight. Men who just want to bring women down and just like fuck with their head and like control them and stuff like that. Like faggots are like men who don't want you to be independent. When you use it, are you reclaiming the word? I'm not reclaiming it. It's this, this is the definition of it that's been given to me. This is my definition of it. I'm not trying to take it from you and make it anything else. This is how I use the word. Mm -hmm. You like you know what I mean and also furthermore I feel like it's not even that serious I feel like we're all adults here you know and if you're gonna insult another fucking adult then you get insulted back realize I've never called any other gay man a faggot outside of the man who was racist and misogynist towards me I called Perez Hilton a faggot because he's a fucking faggot at first I was like wait why, why is she using it and people still can't get over it because they just heard the word and then decided you know what She uses that word. We don't want to know anything about her. We don't care about her. But when she explained why she uses that word, it all made sense. Because in Mexico, we use that word, the Mexican version of that word. We use it for the same thing. It really make, makes sense. But for people who don't know about any other cultures and how sometimes cultures merge and a word has two meanings depending on the context they just hear the word and be like she's she's evil she has admitted that she that she takes medication and that she is bipolar she admits that that's gonna make her career not be as big as sh as it should be because people cannot accept 
the fact that she has mental issues. They cannot accept that. They're, they're like, no, she's rude. A long time ago, I had an issue with someone, Julia Volkova, a Russian singer from the duo Tattoo. I don't know if you remember them. She said in an interview that she wouldn't want a gay son and it really hurt me because I was like oh my god since I was 12 years old I've been hearing your music because it's about equality acceptance this lesbian story that yeah it turned out to be a gimmick but it helped in a way But the fact that she said those words, that those really hurt me. However, I don't hold it against her because she has a personal life. She has a free mind. She has her own freedom of speech. If I don't support the freedom of speech of my idol, then I wasn't a fan to begin with. So I still listen to, to the tattoo songs and the songs that she has released as, as, as solo. And to what I want to get is how can we separate the ones who did worse than just freedom of speech? Because I'm talking about Kanye West, Shania Twain, um, Kathy Griffin, all of them. It was a fact of freedom of speech. How can we separate the aggressors, like for example, a Charlie Rose, a Louis C.K., Kevin Spacey, Bill Cosby, those were aggressors. Can we separate them from their art? And I think it's different when you know for a fact that they did what they did. A lot of people is, are going to be like, you know what? I cannot do it. I cannot do it. It's too much. That's that 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 makes it for me. Other people stay, like the Michael Jackson fans. They stayed. Most of the world stayed. Even the guy from Glee, who who was found guilty of child pornography, some fans stayed. And it's like, you guys, he was looking at child pornography. And he was on a kid's show. And he's not even 40 to be that creepy. So he was hanging around with kids all the time. What the fuck? And you still support him? That's crazy. They have removed the Bill Cosby show from several channels. After the first trial went to shit, they started doing reruns of the, the Cosby show. But after his sentence, they pulled the... Uh, The plug on the Bill Cosby show. They're not some channels are not going to show that show again. It's really hard. It's really hard to think about that. I still, I still don't find someone that I admire that has disappointed me in a way that oh my god, I'm never listening to your song. I'm never going to watch your films. I'm never going to do this. I'm never. It still hasn't happened, but I'm afraid that some someday it's gonna happen. 
then that, that when we are older, something will come up, and I don't know, maybe a Lady Gaga, a Madonna, a Cher, a Britney, a a Kylie Minogue, someone. From them will be disappointed, and it's going to be hard, you know, to separate. Like, oh my God, I used to love you since I was a kid. Now I find out you did this. Holy fuck! I personally can separate in the matter of freedom of speech. I can separate things, you know. I don't care what Azalea Banks says or does. I still think her music. Is the bomb. I don't care what anybody says about Kanye. He makes good music. I'm not a fan of it, but I do realize that yeah, he does good music. Like he puts an effort. Nobody does an effort like him because at least he does. He he's creative in the whole concept of everything from clothes to stage to theme. To samples, like everything he does, he he's a master at at what he does. Do I like him as a person? I despise him, but I admire what he does. Bottom line is, we need to stop and think. Every time something of this nature happens, we need to stop and think. Does this really hurt me in some capacity? If it really hurts you at a high level, then you have every right to be mad and to protest and to burn CDs, whatever. But if it doesn't really hurt you, don't be a sheep. Don't protest just because protesting. I remember I started. I'm not gonna say who, but I was one of those people who who started attacking someone because that someone. Said some nasty, dumb things, and I riled people up to, you know what? We should do something. We should do something. We should attack them. We should send emails to the network. And people heard me, and they <laughs> then mobilized, and and they did. And then they had to make an apology on national television. But then now thinking about it, it's like, why did I do that? I just ruined some. One's career because they have not been on television ever since. I helped ruin someone's career just because I felt like it, just because something rubbed me the wrong way, just because they made a fucking joke. We should stop lighting up people. The Kanye West shit is a joke. It's a fucking joke. Shania Twain, that's an opinion. That's a fucking opinion. Azalea Banks, she is Azalea Banks. Like she said to this、um, website journalist, he he said about how he doesn't how he doesn't like her and whatever. And she's like, whatever, I will still be Azalea Banks when I die. And people will still dance to my music. Who's gonna read your articles? That was a fucking burn to your ass, bitch. Oh, I was like, ooh, she read him for filth. Let's not jump into the bandwagon on every shit that happens online, because this shit is getting crazy. People, it's not about political correctness. We are talking about lies, people, and there are persons who 
have committed suicide because they couldn't handle the turmoil of online bullying, online online trolling, just because they said the wrong thing on the fucking wrong time. Let's lighten up, people. Your tone seems very pointed right now. And now it's time for the queer fact. The queer fact of the week. A new study by researchers Lance Lowen and Blake Spears has found some surprising relationship trends, especially among gay men aged 18 to 39. They wanted to find out how younger gay men viewed monogamy, non-monogamy, and marriage. They recruited a range of men, both single and in relationships. Of the men who were in relationships, 632 identified as monogamous, 152 identified as monogamish, and 42 identified as non-monogamous. The Goodman Project reports one of the big surprises. 90% of the responding singles stated that they were seeking monogamous relationship and 92% of them expect to marry. In other words, more guys are either identifying as being in monogamous relationships or wanting to be in monogamous relationships than before. I can totally assess to that. I must be one of those millennials who, who thinks monogamy is cool. I've had my good times and bad times in sex and all of that and I'm I think uh, in in at least five years I want to settle down the next relationship has to be marriage otherwise I really don't want any relationship I'm not I'm not into being kissy kissy and hooking up in hotels and all that bullshit I'm tired I don't care about that Either I get married or I end up alone, I don't care. Imagine how amazing would that be if I don't ever get married. I sometimes think about that and I'm like, well that's not a bad idea. But then I but then I look at men and I'm like, oh yeah, I need men. So what are you? A new monogamous millennia? Or are you a promiscuous whore? There's Room for everybody, let's just say that. Now it's time for the gag of the week. This week's gag is The Handmaid's Tale. After an amazing first season, we finally get to see what happens to Alfred after she sashays away from her assigned house. If you don't know about The Handmaid's Tale, it's a show about a dystopian United States without government where women's rights are revoked and fertility is their most important asset. Since the new laws are inspired by religion, people who are not worthy of reproduction are killed. Yes, we gays are exterminated. It's a haunting show that takes a lot of twists and turns in a story about morality, religion, sexuality, human rights, and love. Totally worth it, you guys. I was late to this party, and I binge-watched it two months ago. It makes you see the world in the eyes of the crazy conservatives that want to take over. You can watch the two new episodes of the second season of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu.
and the word today is tortilla. I'm going to start mixing it up with Mexican slang because it's so much fun to learn shit from around the world. Tortilla is the word for the corn flatbread we make tacos with. Real tacos, not that Taco Bell crap. But in Mexico, it's a slang for lesbian. To say that someone is tortilla or tortillera, a tortilla maker, means that that woman is a lesbian. This is because of how our tortillas made by hand and how it sounds. Imagine I have a little bowl of tortilla dough in my hands. This is how this is how it would sound. You see the reference? <laughs> However, warning people, warning. It's a word you can use in a playful way if you know that lesbian friend. However, it can be used as an insult. So if you come to Mexico, use it at your own discretion. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WallyFOXX underscore. That's WallyFox underscore. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. An amazing weekend. I will see you next week. Take care. Until then, I hope you have a popping week. But they don't really realize though, this next verse, this next verse though, these bars, watch this, poop dee scoop scoop dee whoop whoop dee scoop dee poop poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop poop dee dee whoop scoop poop poop scoop dee dee whoop whoop dee dee scoop whoop dee dee scoop poop. <laughs> <laughs>